Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Hour number two. It's five o'clock here in the Bayou City. Let's run over to Baytown now. Let's check in with Captain Blaine Fryermood. We just call him the Mood. Fryermood, what's up? Good morning, everybody. How you doing, man? I'm getting ready to go fishing. I know and you I'm are. Not, That's why I called I'm you. I'm not this looking morning. forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> not not looking forward to it at all. I haven't, I haven't got going yet. My people just came in late last night. They came in from Key West, Florida, to go fishing here in Galveston Bay. They're going to check out some troubled times here this morning, I think. Well. How hard how hard is that wind blowing out there this Man, morning? it's not too bad yet, Blaine. And, and they're really not calling for that hard of a south wind ahead of this thing. It's just going to be a lot of wind behind it once it pushes through. Yeah. You know, tonight, I think uh, the wind's really not going to be a factor till tonight. Boy, it was it was pretty windy yesterday, man. We, it was. It, it really it was. It came up pretty hard. I mean, the day before yesterday, we had a light northeast wind, and which we love light winds up here. You know how it is. And oh yeah, man, I went scouting because I hadn't been out in a while, like four or five days, and man, that fresh water's coming down the San Jacinto River going down the ship channel and we got lots of fresh water coming coming out of uh, the north end of trinity bay so it's yeah the squeezing. trinity river's running good too it's squeezing these fish and you know the water looks bad and a lot of times the fish will hang in there even when the water is bad but it's psychologically for me when i find see that ugly nasty liquid mud water i don't want to fish in it so anyway well unless you're blowing up green water underneath you know with your problem yeah Right, right, but anyway, we're we're slowly but surely here going to be in trouble for a little while. I don't know how long it's going to take for the salt water to come back, but we're getting squeezed rapidly. But anyway, Wednesday was good. The water was decent in, in a lot of places, and we caught fish everywhere. Eddie Tucker and I went scouting, and we 
we had just a, a tremendous day. Trout everywhere, good keeper trout everywhere, and reds everywhere. And, it, and we even caught five flounder on Wednesday. They were all big ones, like two to four pounds. So anyway, so I was looking forward to yesterday, and uh, we got out there yesterday. And man, it was cranking already, south wind. So anyway, we we went to the, the tried to go to the spots that we went to on Wednesday, and we couldn't. It was just too windy and and too much right. chocolate mud and so anyway anyway i ran around and looked and looked and looked and looked man we never got a bite for like three hours and i mean not a bite and we're using Good live after all yeah. those fish you caught yeah. the day before the day before was crazy? crazy and then i said what is going on and uh, we found the good good clear water not clear but clear air water clean yeah that's and good I, enough yeah but uh finally at about Nine thirty, we got our first bite yesterday, and it was slow, slow. I mean, it's just too slow for me. You know, I don't like sitting in one spot, and you know how we no. fish. You know, we run the uh-huh. gun. You know, golly. But anyway, we finished up with uh, ten nice trout yesterday, all on live bait, and uh, we didn't catch any reds or any flounders. All we caught was trout. We didn't catch. Any hardheads, we didn't catch any gaff top, we didn't catch no rat reds, no bull reds. Yesterday was just a dead day. So crazy. Anyway. So I got all these people never fished with me coming in. They came in last night and staying here at my lodge. And uh, now we gotta go out and see what we can do again today. <laughs> oh, How about coming from Key West floor with air clear water to come into chocolate milk mud? <laughs> well they they ain't gonna like <laughs> they ain't gonna like what they see over this way. No, but you know I'm gonna do my best for him. And you know, and, and the one guy's a guide in Key West, Florida, and he 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 has his father-in-law that he came in from Fort Worth. So I got Key West and Fort Worth people this morning, and uh, we're gonna go out there and I'm gonna show them some some uh, different kind of water, different kind of fishing. Fort Worth uh, on my mind. Yeah, from the stockyards of Fort Worth. But that tells you about fishing, and that's the that's the way it's been in our life, our whole life. Just when you think you got everything rounded up and the way you want to do it, just Mother Lake Nature lets you down. So, you know, nothing was the only thing was different yesterday. It was windier, and from the day before, it's much windier, and that fresh water is encroaching rapidly. Okay, it went from lots of green water on Wednesday to lots of chocolate milk water yesterday so today's probably gonna be even worse with that fresh water you know running down everything goes downhill it's all going down towards galveston so we'll see what happens yeah give me some good news you say it's not gonna blow that hard today that'd be great man i'm looking at it right now you know up your way it's southeast at seven to nine at morgan's point way out in the gulf uh it's 11 Oh, we're good then. Hey, that's that's ten miles an hour less than yesterday. So, that's yeah. Much looking better. on radar, that uh, big old glob that was when I got to work this morning, it was uh, between uh, Austin and San Antonio, and it's already almost to Katy. Uh oh. Yeah. So when's it gonna start raining? <laughs> but it looks like it might go above us. Don't uh, take that to the bank. Yeah. But yeah. on the track that it's on right now. It uh, that bottom tail end may hit the 
you know, the upper bay. I don't think it'll reach yeah. Galveston. May, maybe yeah. some real light drizzle or something, but the the red and, and the yellow and everything's all around from East Bernard up through Sealy and Hempstead and Waller, and it just went through uh, Belleville and Eagle Lake. And, yeah, well. Uh, well, I, I was stretches just all the way up above Navasota. Yeah. Well, I was uh, just getting up when y'all called, and I was fixing to check out my weather and all that. I already have all my gear ready, hooked up, ready to go. I'm trying to give these guys as much time to sleep because they didn't get in until late last night. I understand. So. Well, I was gonna I was gonna call you uh, right before six o'clock, but uh, Jeff Coat doesn't feel good this morning. He had to bail. So uh, okay, so well, good. No, it's fine. Spot. It's fine. You know we. I don't usually go out. I just have to talk a little rat longer. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know me. I don't usually go out till till good light. I don't like yeah, running in the I'm dark. With you. you know, We're old we school, just have man. too much. We have too much trouble up here to try to run. You know, with customers in in the darkness, because especially with all this runoff, you get lots of stuff floating around out here. A lot of so, dunnage floating around, buddy. Yeah, boy. You know that's just the way it is, and. A lot of times on weekends, we got to be real careful, too, coming out of Thompson's because the kayakers go out of there a lot. So you just got to be real nice and easy and slow when you're coming out of there. And Boy, that's what scares me the most is looking out for kayakers because they're such a low profile on the water, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of them take off before daylight and get it, they trying do. to get around the corner yeah. there. They're trying to get there to the mouth of Cedar Bayou where it's nice and calm and where they can catch some fish. Those guys, you know when fishing's good. When all those kayakers show up down here, you know that, that fishing's good right there close to Thompson's. You know, they'll hit all those shorelines and all those areas right there close by. And it's really good red fishing right now. On Wednesday, we fished along that bluff over there at Evergreen. I don't know. We, I bet we caught 25 reds in just the first hour yesterday. Mm-hmm. Or that was Wednesday. And then I went back yesterday and never even got a bite. Couldn't even get, couldn't get the cork to go down. <laughs> But uh, on Wednesday, when it, me and Eddie and Louie were out, and they were throwing live shrimp, and I was throwing artificial, and we hit the bluff because we hadn't been over there in a while, and it was northeast wind about three, which was perfect. perfect. And the water was green. When we got see, 300 yards away, Mickey, we could see the mullet jumping and launching and going everywhere. I said, wow, look at this. And I, Eddie and Louie threw out with a quart, and they're both first cast. They both had reds on, keeper reds, like five-pounders. And uh, I've had a spinnerbait on, and I never got a bite on a spinnerbait all the way down. We went all Isn't the way that down. Crazy? That bluff, which, Usually, man, those yeah. spinnerbaits work big time over there where you're talking about. That's I know. What it, I used man. to go through. That's what I throw, so I won't get hung up. Oh yeah, but we hit all the 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 reefs, the little reefs out there in the middle of Tabs Bay. We caught trout on every one of those reefs and reds. So I said, "Look at this!" And I mean, every stop we just see, and that's all been dead, and it's uh, it's that fresh water pushed in fish. Fresh down water. Like that. That's exactly what happened. All that fresh water in the, in the Houston Ship Channel pushed them up to the outside edges of it, you know, which is Tabs Bay and and Crystal Bay and and Burnett Bay. All those bays are going to just load up with fish here for a while while that chocolate milk mud's coming out of the San Jacinto River. So. I guess I need to go back to catfishing here. It's probably all the, all the catfishing upper San Jacinto River is probably going to come down here now, so we start catching <laughs> some blue cats. Remember when all the shrimpers, when it, that would happen, the shrimpers would fill their nets <laughs> up with blue cats. Yep, yep, well, it's coming. It's coming right now. Everything's getting pushed. 
Uh, I don't know how long it's going to last, but it wasn't that bad of a, of a freshwater flow. You know, it, we thought it was going to be prolonged, but the trend river well, got it's, a lot. it's being prolonged because uh, Lake Conroe, I was talking to Richard earlier, and they're just letting a you know, couple inches a day out, you know, heading to Lake Houston because they don't want to overfill Lake Houston too, you know. Uh, we're still going to come for a while. Oh, yeah, Maybe. it's got a ways to go yet. Uh, well, you can, you can bet that it'll be three or four weeks worth of fresh water before we get to go fish back upstream above yeah. the Fred Harmon Bridge. <clears throat> but it's going to push them somewhere. I did go into uh, on Laporte side on Wednesday, and it is that beautiful blue-green water over there all on that Laporte side over there, mm. all the way over to the Bayport Channel. So we'll probably get some fish pushed over that way too, if you can get the wind right to fish that. Right. Uh, you know, you have you got to get away from that. That south wind is bad over there on that Laporte side. You need a westerly factor to make it better over there at Seabrook and Laporte. Right. And I'm not fond of west winds either. Though. You know, but, no. But that's where it's going to stack the fish up, though. It's going to stack them all up on that side over there, from Laporte all the way around to Kima, probably. So. Wasn't much flow around here, though, local flow. Cedar Bay was not flowing, and didn't look like the Clear Lake Channel was flowing very much. And I uh, went over to Dickinson uh, Bio uh, a couple of days ago, and there wasn't no flow coming out of Dickinson. So, so all that looks pretty good right now. So that whole side ought to be okay for a while. And probably going to stack them up all the way down there to Texas City. Uh, the Trinity River flowing, too. I don't know if it's already wiped out the east shoreline of trinity bay yet but there was a lot of fish i don't think it's been enough to do that yet but it's uh you know that top Not end yet. it has yeah oh yeah here at my house mickey it's liquid mud there's no mullet there's no green water nothing you know i live right here i by know all those water. uh bull reds opie was catching in the marsh i hadn't seen any in a few days any pictures so it uh messed his fishing yeah. up too well that's something else we had on wednesday we caught bull reds everywhere we stopped I mean, it was, it was crazy. We probably caught eight or ten bull reds on Wednesday. Yesterday, yeah. we never even got a bite. Hmm. Yeah. Well, well, just watch that weather yeah. this morning. I don't, uh, you know, it, that glob ahead of that front is uh, still moving to the kind of east northeast. So keep well, going I'm over just gonna, to the west a little bit. Yeah. Well, we're going to launch some fish close by Thompson's. We'll go just peck around and then watch that. If it rains, we're going to come in and get out of the rain. I don't fish in the rain. I don't like that. I'm well, too at least you don't that. have a lot of wind to contend with. It's southeast at 7 at Morgan's Point right now. Oh, well, that's perfect. Oh, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, that's you're good, good to go, to go bro. Great. All yeah, right, man. Well, well, I'll let you get your sports up and get them, okay, bro. Get them packed and ready to go fishing. All right. And, uh, I'll give you a report in the morning. Call. Maybe it'll be a little better. Okay. Maybe it'll be a little bit better for us. All right, Bubba. Thank you. Give me a number, bud. Okay. Call me at 713-703-6656. Appreciate All right, y'all. Blaine. All right, Be safe, bud. See you. Okay. All right. All right. That's Captain Blaine Fryermood over here in Baytown. Getting ready to go out and do it this morning. All right. It's time for another break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 517 here in the Bayou City. Let's run down to Tiki Island, Texas and check in with the, the rat czar of the West End, Little Rat, Captain James Plog. Little Rat, what's up? Big Daddy, what's happening? <laughs> rat Daddy, what's going oh, on, man? Kind of feeling like Uncle Joe, bud, moving a little slow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it's Saturday, man. The struggle is real. <laughs> Check it to him, man. I'm sorry. Hey, I talked to old Hillman last night. He was cooking and he was bored, so he called me for his stuff to finish cooking, and uh, he sounded tired, too. See, I, I left. Said, you just I wait, Hillman. He's, he's the youngster out of our bunch. Oh, yeah. He's got – he's 10 years on me, and you're eight years on me. Nine yeah, on you. I got nine on you, brother. Are, are you nine, 69? Yeah. That's right. It's nine years. Yeah, dude, yeah. you're supposed to be 70, man. That's ugly, ain't it? How about that? Boy, living man. the dream. Man. <laughs> I left. Skin's I getting left. all wrinkledy and crepe looking. and Oh, man, oh. you look in the mirror and you just want to break the mirror. I have fried my skin this month. I, I left the dock yesterday. I left. I think at five twenty-eight. Yesterday. Uh huh. Five twenty-eight oh. yesterday morning, and we hit. The, <laughs> and I had this guy named Brent and this guy named Ron. Ron fishing with Charlie. Brent's one of your good listeners. He's fished with me before. Right. And they're just they're just great guys, man. They're, yeah. You know what I told him? I said I appreciate y'all. Hey, we hit the we hit the dock at four o'clock. Man, and, y'all uh, did grind it out. There's Joey dropping off some reels and. uh Hey, they don't do nothing. They ask you a question about how we're doing something. It ain't never. What do you think? How about? What about? How come? What about the moon? How come they ain't biking? What's that? And uh, thanks, man. Just put them right in there. We got a bear and, over uh, there dropping off reels. Yeah, he's dropping off some reels for. Boy, Ryan. I'd give him a bunch Bumping of money if he'd if he'd uh, pick up and deliver like that. That's man, that's first. Oh, class. Joey will pick up and deliver to Tiki. <laughs> yeah, uh, he won't beat city. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he won't beat city. No, but I'll bring him to you. But Tell anyway, Joey hello. Uh, yeah, he let this go do whatever they do on Saturdays. 
good. It's not me. Uh, <laughs> but I said, you know, guys like y'all are the people that that catch them. They just – and they said, man, this is great, James. We had a blast. I said, man, you know this is going to start growing. I was jacking with them. Really, really good people, man. But that's the kind of people you want to take fishing. And they said, man, this has been a great day. We learned a lot of stuff. I said, man, look, this ain't no good, bro. Now, you can do all this stuff these people are doing. You can take your catch. And I just saw something on there, and I don't even know why I look at that. Boy, we put together a good table. Here's my number. Call me. How many fish are dying because somebody's trying to sell a fishing trip? Well, just, and, I just don't and I get saw it, one man. of them table shots yesterday. That was eight boats. Yeah. It, well, this oh, one wasn't Charlie. Well, and this no, one, this this was, this was Galveston that I'm talking Galveston, about. Galveston, that's the one I saw. I well, it was saw down the there at Waterman's. I could tell it was Waterman's because of the cleaning table. I saw the same thing saying, no, look, I don't care. But a lot of people be hating on us because we're talking about this. But huh. so you divide all that by eight boats. Yeah, it's about it's three or good. four fish per boat. Fishing's hard, man. Hey, I can tell you, I can put my fish that we catch and like these guys yesterday our guys your listeners hey man if we catch a flounder oh poor ron caught a big flounder and nobody's got a stringer i thought brent had a stringer I said, oh, Lord. He, then i said no here bring him over here i'll string him. I, in, I ain't got no stringer so you know we didn't even carry stringers much there but anyway so what if you want to call the state record <laughs> Oh, I'd have walked him up on the bank, come back, I got him. I promise late. you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so here comes Ross. What are you doing, dude? Ain't got no string. He carried his flounder all the way to the boat. Put him in the put him in the deal there. But you know, I mean, you could take what we're catching and lay it out on some table. Put your phone number right there and tell you it's really good fishing. Right now, the last four days, like I told you, I'm glad it's Saturday because it's hard. I know. I mean, I know everybody's crushing them, but it's uh. We're catching yeah. nice fish. I mean, we're catching some three, four, four-and-a-half-pound trout. Last fish Brent caught yesterday was a nice trout. Well, they're growing up, man. I mean, we're letting them through. But it's, but it's just fishing. There ain't no bite right now. There's no bite. You got a really low tide in the mornings, and then nothing will bite. I think we caught one fish early yesterday, like before the sun come up. I caught tournament red on the top water he's like 27 inches i guarantee he weighed nine pounds and then it just nothing man and everything was dirty because of the tide it got so low and then we went back on our fishing. Mean, and i ain't fishing at places where there ain't none i know where they're at and we went back through there about noontime and said man it'll bite about 11 we never had a bite so now we start moving and you don't see nothing you just got to get out man there's no mullet moving nothing so i don't know whatever don't you hate fishing like that just have to get out on nothing and fish it man hey and i wanted there was a place i went yesterday i really wanted to fish it they should be there and it's (laughs) dirty and i'm telling brand i said man just show me one reason to get out right here and i (laughs) idled around there for about five minutes and i said dude i can't do it It just by myself i'd have done it but uh, it, it's it's tough, and I know where most of the schools are fishing out. I mean, there might be some stuff in Moses Lake and all that garbage I don't know about, but most of the other bite, I know where the schools are at, and it's, uh, it's a tough bite right now. It's April. I can't stand it. I told Brent yesterday, you can take April with a big red X, and I'm good with it. If I never went fishing again in April, I wouldn't care. 
and now everybody's coming fishing. On top of the fishing being bad, not everybody's fishing. Oh, right. There's a lot of people uh, coming out of the woodwork that hadn't even fished this year yet. They're out, man. They're hey, there's a guy out. on the ground. Everybody's got <laughs> it's fishing season, baby. Yeah, it's fishing season, all right. <laughs> and me and Brent was just laughing at me. I'm glad you and your listeners saw all this stuff we talk about because we don't make this stuff up. So yesterday, this guy's behind me coming. Boats are coming in and out. That's why I got there so early. And he runs aground in a shallow sport, some kind of shallow rig, like a shallow sport, I think. Yeah. Dude, he's hard aground. Oh, boy. And they sit there, and they can't get nothing going. They're trying to draw whatever they're trying to do, and then finally they crank that motor up. And if you were, if he was going to sell that boat today and you were the boat buyer that bought that used boat, you're going to go straight and get you a new motor. <laughs> I went, oh, my gosh. He finally gets done out of that, and here they come. Got their carks, four foot in length with their carks. And they're throwing in about eight inches of water, and they go right between me and the bank. I never said that. They were just, I just, and Brent looked at me. He's like, what, what up? I said, man, just, just throw it on. I looked don't at Brent and said, welcome to Galveston. <laughs> oh, man. But it's just got like this. Man. Can't, I don't want everybody to go fishing. I don't care. I ain't, I ain't crying about that. It's just that's the circumstances you deal with. Hey, if everybody was catching 40 fish a day, I wouldn't care if 10 boats run aground and run over me. I don't care. I'm catching them. <laughs> but when you ain't catching nothing, it multiplies everything. That's, you know, that's tough. <laughs> Boy, them old grounders, man, they'll get a ground and they get in panic mode and they'll trim that motor up as high as they can get it and then they'll just push down on the throttle and suck in all that mud and sand and shell all up in their water pump and their all their water jacketing system through the top of the engine and just oh man totally trash it yeah but there might have been some people maybe up your way somewhere that caught a few fish mickey i mean hey we're not right, we catching nothing i could throw them all out there on what do you call it a nice table make it look good but it's it's hard it's it's, yeah. it's we're probably yeah, averaging we're averaging 10 fish a day right now. I well, mean, like I you said earlier, right. it's April, man. And uh, I've seen it worse than this in April, back when we had millions of fish. I I have too, Mickey. Hey, I remember waiting East Shoreline back this time of year, and there'd be you'd watch 500 slicks rolling off off the shorelines, and you're fishing them all day long and couldn't get a bite, and then right at dark, it's the end of the world. They just be yeah. like you're going, man, look at all the fish. I mean, that's just the way mm. it is. I mean. And that's what we talked about yesterday. I was telling Brandon, I said, I bet you, man, because I've watched this happen. You know, Monday was – or it wasn't even Monday. It was Tuesday. We caught all them fish. And I went back over there day before yesterday, <clears throat> and I'm pounding on it. I'm moving around a whole lot where we were up, but I'm pounding on it. And finally I went back in there <clears throat> about noon, making the same weight again, and we started getting – some bites and we started catching some fish so my guy is standing next to me he catches a red fish about a 24 inch red i threw in there behind him boom i caught a trout about 18 inches i was starting to get some bites we we didn't caught like four or five and man his old rod i hear this bap i look down he's fishing with a spinning rod and his old rod's in half i said man that's not Uh-oh. good <laughs> he kind of high sticked it and was pulling it down taking that red fish off oh yeah so high I looked sticking at, is not good <laughs> He said, man, I don't think I reeled enough line out. I said, yeah, you're kind of tight. So I looked right there at the boat. It's like 16 <laughs> miles back there. And he had just got through telling me about, man, I used to like bait casserels, but I was backlashing, blah, 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 blah. And I looked at him and said, look, man, 
I don't want to do this. Here's my rod. Give me that oh. spinning rod and take it back, bring you another one. If you mess my rod up, I ain't gonna be happy. Backlash or break anything in my hand, well, I'm gone. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna not be happy. He says, "Come on, man, I'll just walk back with you. I don't want to take that chance." <laughs> I said, "Come on, man." So anyway, my point of story is, we're standing there. Now we're done. So we go get rods and we get Davey. We get back down there, and sure enough, we start getting some bites. Caught two or three fish, and I guess that was the duration of the bite was about thirty minutes. We missed like twenty oh, of it walking back to get the boat. You know, you missed so, your window. Man, that window was short. Hey, we got we got some short windows these days, don't we? Oh man, that window hey, gets shut real quick. We, we'd uh, go, boy, those fish only bit for about an hour and a half. Now we're lucky, boy. If we can get twenty minutes on them, now we're 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 in, we're in tall you better, grass. You better make hay, buddy. You better make huh. hay. <laughs> so, but it's man. you know, it's not terrible. I mean, Brent, man, they, you know, said, man, this is good. That's man, this ain't good. This ain't good. Well, but we're just you know, you know, we've just done it so long, and we're so spoiled, and and a lot of people are just, you know, they hadn't been around a long time and fished and seen what we've seen. They they're they're happy with what they can catch nowadays. They just they just well, want to get a bite or two. Like like Charlie said, Charlie's done it, and this guy was one of Charlie's good customers. You ain't nobody caught many more fish and knows more about anything than Charlie. That's right. <clears throat> and when somebody like Charlie is telling you that right now trying to kill all these fish is a bad plan, you should probably listen. Hey, if you want something to eat, it is law. I get it. And there'll be some of my guys, we want to kill everything. I've got no problem with it. But if you can just go 50-50 to killing them and turning them loose. Right. But to kill these fish so you can get, try to get some kind of fishing trip, throw that out there so you can say, look at all this dead stuff. Call me. I had a cancellation for tomorrow. Well, it it's been the normal so bad people. this month, James. I've seen a bunch of old pictures popping up. Hey, got got open boat special next week. The bite's on. But they're showing a picture from four or five years ago, you know, or well, even Vince, it's like anything else. And I went to work for you when I was 19 years old. There was a group, there was not very many. It's like mechanic shop, you know. If you've got two mechanic shops and everybody's doing well, making money. And the next thing you know, there's 40, 50 mechanic shops right there. Well, eventually, the pie is cut so much that nobody's going to do very well unless you do really well and you're above everybody else. Yeah, or everybody's going to starve. You're not going to have enough business, and that's there's only so much of the pie, bro. You only cut it up so much. I got sideways with a guy the other day, and I don't. I hate drama, but you know we were just fish talking, and oh man, he he lit me up, told me what a fool I was, and all that. You're promoting all this catch and release, man. It it don't matter. And I said, well, it, it does. And I said, in my mind, it really matters. I mean, I said, I, I can assure you, buddy, just looking at you and talking to you, I didn't know him that good. He was just somebody with a friend. <laughs> and and I said, I can tell you, I know you had never caught any fish. And uh, But he, he, he was telling me what a fool I am for catching and releasing. And I said, I'm just trying to make it better for, for everybody else down the road. I said, I've killed plenty of fish. And I... If I don't need them, I'm not going to keep them. And 
He was he was lighting me up because I'm promoting catch and release. I said, well, don't you want it to be better? Or are you content with what you're doing now? You said you've gone three times now and you've caught two trout. But you want to kill? I said, you're no threat to the industry. I can tell you that. <laughs> that I mean, ain't it, no lie. It got kind of sideways, a little ugly. But well, hey, it, hey I, hurts. I'm, I'm selfish. I'm worried about me. I want it to be better for me. That's just, you know, I'm. You know, I want, yeah, I want grandkids and everybody else to catch them. I want it to be better for me. I want to go catch them. Just like I was telling my guys yesterday, I said, man, this this is hard. This is work. This is mentally and physically on you. I want to be able to go get out and catch stuff. Exactly. I know what it is. And I told you all winter, there's certain places that I'm fishing. We don't keep no fish. Well, what I handle? Well, what about? We're not. Now, I've got places I will go. You want to whack these? Whack them all. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it just it, it doesn't compute in my brain. All these guys are bass fishing. You don't see that. And there's lots of bass. And times have changed. And I, there's somebody posted a picture of you and I playing with a pile of fish. It would, it's more fish than these guys will catch in a month. But that was a long time ago, man. Those days oh, are gone. that was back in the 80s. And I, I saw that yeah, picture floating around yesterday. It's, yeah, uh, those days are gone, man. We were kids. <laughs> oh, was, dude, I, I guarantee I wasn't 21, 22 years old. No, you were, you were a little rat back then, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> man, but those times are gone, Mickey. They are. It, they are. It, it, and it's, uh, you know. Re- and and I have a lot of these younger guys tell me that's the reason we don't have any fish because all you guys y'all killed all of them before we got here. I said, oh, I get these that. trout only live seven, eight, nine years. I mean, you know how many cycles that's been. It ain't our fault. And we it, took a dent out of them. Let but, me knock this break you know, out. Hang on, man. I'll be right yeah, back. Yeah, go ahead. You. All right. <laughs> well, you know Texan Roofing. They're the people I trust. Texan Roofing covers Houston and surrounding areas, and Texan Roofing has free estimates on any roof leak repair or replacement. Texan Roofing has the Better Business Bureau A-plus rating with no complaints ever, and they're certified to give the best leak-free warranties in the business. And Texan Roofing, they found the majority of jobs they do, they offered lower prices, they beat the competition's quality and warranty. And all this balled up and Honest Roof Inspections, A-plus management, these are reasons to call Texan Roofing. And if you tell them you heard about it right here on the Outdoor Show, Tim and all his guys, they'll work with you directly and do a fine job for you. Call Texan Roofing at 281-391-9600. That's 281-391-9600 or texanroofing.com. And please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Well, I left Kentucky back in 49 and went to Detroit working on the... Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 538 here in the Bayou City. Got a text from a couple of listeners. Uh, old Jim out in Cypress said that... Uh, weather hit him a few minutes ago and uh our good friend old bob hardy's in, in, up in katy this morning and uh, he said it hit there about 10 minutes ago so it's still moving to the east northeast so little weather all right james we're back man yo brother all right well anyway on fishing uh you know when the fish were biting early this week you know the hot rod the regular sinking hot rod yeah. and, uh, and a little sea shad was, was the ticket. And actually, the hot rod being better, but the little shrimp-colored sea shad was good. Then when it faded, man, there's man, you can't hardly get a topwater bite. Can't hardly catch them on nothing else but a tail. And that little, uh, it's a clear little john, like clear, with some speckle stuff in there, some silver, a little bit of red, mm-hmm. stuff I would never fish with. I told you I bought them to go when I was fishing up north and all that. And I happened to start using one. It's really good. It's been a good bait. And then uh, and then I gave uh, Brent one yesterday. It's it's a regular rat tail bass salmon called Laguna shrimp. But it's got a lime tail because I ordered a bunch of them. And right. I got the Laguna shrimps, but they ain't got no chartreuse tail on them so maybe i really don't know the name maybe i well, better with find all the out time but... you got you got plenty of time to dip them <laughs> i ain't dipping nothing dude now you got to dip them in white first let <laughs> that dry and then dip them in the chartreuse where it'll really nah, enhance nah. the you know color the brightness <laughs> of it and hey you know, i'm oh. i'm good on all that but uh the, the, <laughs> and then a really little light head so we moved. We made a couple of moves, and I stopped on reef just just out in the middle of the bay, and we catch some fish there. The water was nothing was any good, but I said, man, let's try it. It's about fifteen minute spot right here, <clears throat> and I had a purple little john on. I nothing, nothing. While I'm reading, reading, I watched a fish hit it like a top water right there at the end of my rod. So I got this. I took that off, put a slamming chicken on there, fired it out there, just cranking it back in, crankbait fishing. 
Yeah. Boom, next cast. I got him. I said, okay, man, put this on. Throw real straight in. That's what they want. I just missed two fish. I mean, I missed a fish, caught one, next cast. Well, we never had another bite, so that's how all that works out. Oh, that was a good idea. <laughs> well, it worked for one. I said, look, hey, that's kind of like I when you pull him. up to a spot and your first cast, you catch one, you might as well fire that motor up and leave. You're not going to get another bite. How many times has that happened to you? Hey, right now. First cast, so sure. we got them, boys. Put the anchor out, and then nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. So I just don't think, you know, I just don't think there's a real good bite. You know, you can might wade through these places that I'm fishing. And maybe get you a little bitty cart and carry your bucket of live shrimp, and it might be a different story. I don't know. I just listened to Blaine. They, you know, them Red was eating them shrimps, and he was throwing the spinnerbait, couldn't get nothing. So, right. you know, he's throwing where there's fish, nothing like it. True. So, who Aggravated. knows? But it's just, yeah, it's just it's April. No big deal, you know. Let's say if I was killing everything, posting it up there to get some shrimps, it looked good, but it's really not that good. But you're on the back of the moon. There's all kind of stuff, but it'll get better. Toward the end of the month, it'll, it'll start start getting a better bite. Yeah. And but the but the fish are nice, man. I mean, you know, we ain't catching no five pounders or nothing. But there there's a lot of hey, and they're pulling, dude. It's like, man, how big is this fish? You think he's something good? And he'll weigh two and a half well, pounds. They're, I mean, they're, they're all shouldered up, man. They've been eating all yeah, this glass minute and tiny shad. They are they are fat right now. They are supercharged, but now looking at these little shads and the lights over here, they're growing up. I mean, I know there's multiple hatches. Uh, these over here, they look like about the size of a, maybe a half ounce spoon, not quite three quarter yeah. yet, but half ounce. Yeah, once they get bigger, you know, then then our our baits and fishing will get better. It'll be harder for them to catch that bait. They'll be a little more uh, aggressive. I was talking to Chris Jamel yesterday morning because I chugged for quite a while because, you know, I left at 530, so I was just chugging, talking to Chris. And down there where they're fishing and bath and all that stuff, he said, man, there are billions of mullet. And their fishing's good right now. He's drift fishing. He ain't even waiting right now, and they're catching them drifting. He said, I said, what are you on? He said, just grass and big, huge rafts of mullet. He said, there's millions of them. I'm like, man, this place we fish in, it's just, I think this is just a shad hatchery, <laughs> you know? Ain't nothing but shad. Now, yesterday morning in the dark, <clears throat> man, them mullet was, I wouldn't say they were rafted, but it was close to being rafted. So, man, look at all this mullet. When that sun come up, brother, <laughs> and it got, you know, just, just you know, maybe 30 minutes after sunrise, mm-hmm. them mullets went down, and that was it. Now, I know it didn't swim off. You don't ever see another mullet. You might see some swirls every now and then see one jump. Well, I just got through seeing, like, millions of them right here. So they just, everything just faded, man. Everything just went down. Yeah. You don't see them, you know. But we just, but we still don't have the rafts of mullet like we used to have here. We'll get them down there by the pass. You'll get them in certain places. But, man, I remember Trinity Bay. The, they would make the water calm. There were so many mullets. I know it. It's uh, it's really changed since Ike. I mean uh, Harvey. Harvey, you know, well, the, where's the mullets, man? Where where do the mullets go? I, I don't know. I mean that uh, it's mind boggling. You know, and that's why those uh, big herds of jackfish and stuff don't come up my way like they used to back in the day. Because there's just, you know they're they're gonna those jacks are gonna stay with those uh, rafts of mullets. They stay with them mullets, yeah. They do, just like the bull reds do. The bull reds, they've uh, 
They've changed over. They're shad eaters now and shrimp eaters up my way. They're shad eaters. Hey, Kenny boat fished out there the other day when I was wading. And uh, he says, I don't know how many schools of bull reds are all right here, but you, you know, you can't stop. I mean, there's not like four or five schools. There's 10 or 12, maybe, maybe 20. They're all under birds. I mean, it ain't like it's hard to see them. Yeah, you but see birds you, working anywhere up my you, way right now. It's bull red. You, you, yeah, you just go around them because you can't move them in. I mean, there are, you know, a small one, a baby is 30 inches. Yeah. And you just, I mean, you know, somebody might want to catch one. I mean, that's cool, but you don't, don't stop. <laughs> Unless you, you know, and then when you hook one or two and they're moving, all they do is eat and swim. You know what they do. I ain't telling you that. They just they're, eat and swim. They're, so they're like hook. sharks, man. They're like schools of sharks. They really are. <laughs> they are. And if you catch Danny two. From Brazoria, remember Danny from Brazoria? God rest his soul. He called him. Yeah, the, he, he called him. Yeah, uh, he uh, he called him the feral hog of the bays. Man, they do some eating, brother. They're, they're on them. They're eating everything. But what I'm seeing, I ain't seeing it. This is told to me because I ain't going out there. <laughs> you know, these ribbon fish starting to grow up. I was seeing these ribbon fish over here. You know, they were three or four inches long. I see something jump. What's that a man? What is that? What are baby ribbon fish? And ribbon fish are getting big. They're like eight or nine inches, like you can see them. Yeah, and by the summer <laughs> down through. there on the lower channel, they'll be those big reds will be in there with the ribbon fish eating both those big white shrimp and the ribbon white fish shrimp eating and, them and, and the, the ribbon fish, fish eating both of them. It's crazy. I guess the ribs. I don't know who's running the shrimp up, either ribs or the reds, but man, it's pretty cool. I mean, that's actually pretty cool to watch it. I don't really want to throw out there and cast in it, but it's pretty cool watching it. But there's plenty of them, man. And, you know, some of the shrimp, it looks like, you know, if you see a shrimp, you'll see a really, really big Charlie. And then, you know, the next shrimp you see may be a little old brownie that ain't much big, man. They're two inches maybe. They're not very big. Right. But they're growing right now. So we'll see what we'll see what happens. Well, uh, get through looks April, like- get on into May and, you know, and. And one good thing we got we got to look forward to is, you know, we'll hopefully, you know, if, if they're out there, we'll get some tide runners starting to pour in here. You know, about usually the first or second week of May, we'll start getting that movement. I think there's some trickling, Mickey. I think this time of year. I think, I think there's a little get, trickling going on right I think, now. Yeah, I think you get little shots. Yeah, I think you do, little shots. Because, you know, some of the places I'm fishing is, it ain't fish that live there. They're coming from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. Of course, you're right about the May deal. I don't think there's no mass of them, <clears throat> but uh, it's true. They're just there just ain't nothing biting right now. They're they're trying to spawn. I can just tell because I know I'm fishing where there's lots of fish. And uh, mm-hmm. you just you know did did him catch anything yesterday? I didn't talk to him. Yesterday. I didn't talk to nobody. Uh, yeah, but it was you know he had to grind like you. You know it was it he had to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was, <laughs> I told Brennan, man, I'm kind of tired. I don't ever get tired. He said, we were, yes, and now uh, it's them other four days in front of you that warm me out. <laughs> That's it. They start adding up. Man, <laughs> I, can't, up. I can't believe back when me and Blaine, had, I, I think that one summer we went, ran like 53 straight in the hot summertime. Oh. 
Can you believe we had the weather to do that, though? Think about that. We yeah, had the we weather did. It to was, do that. But you know, it was southwest every morning, but it wasn't hard. It was like 10, and, you know, the fish were just thick on the wells. And uh, you had to look into that sun all morning long, but, boy, we were catching them. Then it, yeah, then it would lay down. I don't think the most I went, oh, Mickey, I didn't have the trips to go when y'all were doing that. I mean, I went not like y'all because I didn't have no trips then, but. I think it was 97, and I busted the jetties, tarpon fishing. I went 37 days in a row. Now, two of them I turned around. I'm going to count them because I went out there, and it got kind of gnarly, so we didn't go. But I went 37 days, and it was the same every day. It was a little light north wind in the morning, nothing. About 11 o'clock, it would fade to zero, and about 2 o'clock, Three o'clock, we'd be ready to come home. It gets south about five or six miles an hour. You just put it. We were fishing way north then. You just yeah. put it on twenty-five knots and come home, man. It was like that every day. I guess they called it a Bermuda high that kind of set up on top of it. Right. I remember that one summer I was fishing offshore in the early nineties. You know when all our old trout died in them freezes, and we were having to fish out there. And man, I think I ran around. 40 plus days in a row. Yeah, that's hard. That's, yacht it, basin every day or either from the end of the Tech City Dyke, one or the other. Boy, that was, uh, that'll make a werewolf out of you. Ain't that the truth? But it's just, we don't have the weathers, the, the weathers to, to uh, don't seem to be able to, to do that no more. Now, last year, that's why the tarpon fish was so good last year. We did have good weather and it came in spurts, but when you got a spurt, you would get nine or ten days where it was the same instead of getting three or four and then you get ten days of 15 knot winds and then you get you know you would get some scratches where it'd be nine ten eleven days you could go mm. and it, it, it was it was that's why the tarpon fish it was pretty good everything's you know, weather related that's changed out of galveston you're having to go farther south to get your uh your uh tarpon last year weren't you I mean, they, well, I'm going. Like they I'm piled going up right out of Galveston like they usually do. Well, no, I, I moved to get away from the people. I'm, yeah. I'm, I left fish to move. I can't. Yeah, you know me. It gets crowded. And I'm fit to fade. Right. I may not fade where it's any good, but I'm fit to fade away from them boats. I had a listener just text me. He wanted me to ask you when is the best time to go tarpon fishing. <laughs> hey, here's when what, here. here's what I, yeah, when here's they what I say. When they got them smog alerts and you, it tells you don't come outside because you'll gag and die because there's uh, air stagnation yeah, warning. Yeah. That's when that's when you go tarpon. <laughs> air quality alerts. That's it. Man. But if you had to, if you just had to pick a day, I mean, it's like you said, when they're here, when it's calm. But if you can ever pull the right weather from, you know. The middle of August to the end of September and October, if you can get the weather, <clears throat> that way I would say would be peak yeah. season. I would say if you were going to pick a month, I'd go from probably the first week of September to the first week of October. Try to get you a date in there. If, if you know, if you can get the weather, now there's a period of time in June. I don't. I'm still trout fishing in June. I don't go out there in June like I used to. <clears throat> but then same fish are coming through in June, mm-hmm. but you usually don't have no weather. Uh, if you can get, you can have some really big days and catch really big fish in June, but you know most of the time it's still windy. You know, Mickey, wind really doesn't lay down till at least past Father's Day. 
used to it lay down in May, but you don't see that much anymore. Not every day. You know, Cameron and them took the boat. They left, uh, I think they left Thursday. They, they, they pulled in the Grand Isle yesterday morning about 9 o'clock. So the seam is over there. They'll fish there for about six weeks yeah. in Grand Isle. And then they'll bring the boat back to Galveston. He said, they, they, I didn't ever talk to him. I missed him. He talked to his mother. So they had a nice ride. It's like from the end of the jetties to the hurricane hole entrance, it's like, I think it's like 240 <clears throat> over there. So you can, you know, if you leave in the morning, you'd be there by 4 o'clock. I mean, I think they left Thursday evening. I think they chugged all night and then ran in there in the morning. Yeah. So they'll be they'll be set up down there. We'll get us some, get us some good reports from down there. Heck yeah. Uh, They've had a good year fishing for them tunas over there, man. Been seeing some big ones this year. Big you know, Venice man. is yeah, Venice has really become like an outboard spot because you gotta run down the end of the river. Mm. And the big boys, the big boats, and you know, there's still a few at Venice, but most of them are <clears throat> you know, most of them are, are right there at Grand Isle, a place called Hurricane Hall. It's, you know, Grand Isle's got two entrances. You've been there, one on the east end and one on the west end, right. <clears throat> uh, closer to Fushan. And you know, it's, a, you know, you pull out of there and you're you're in the Gulf. Because I think the big boys, I think, the only, I think the only way you can get out of there is run down a river. If you can avoid that river, mm. it's, you know, the, the outboard boats, can, they can probably come out of Tante Senior. They can come out of... Uh, Baptiste Collette or something like that, but the big boats can't. So there's just not many there. There, was some, tunas, there were some nice fish caught in that Legend series yesterday. I saw that. I yeah, guess that, most of them are fishing. I guess in Baffin, huh? Or down yeah, there somewhere. You know, uh, Lower Laguna and Baffin. Sure, there may be some running over to Mansfield. But, hey, uh, I was waiting Thursday in the Intercoastal Canal. In the intercoastal canal. Right. I didn't catch anything. I thought I had me a monster plant, but I didn't catch nothing. I was really hoping a barge would suck me out of there and just drown me, but <laughs> none of them came by. <laughs> hey, but one of them, the brand, and I just saw it on Facebook this morning. One of them brand new, he just delivered it, Simmons, with twin 300 white motors. It's a, it's a baby blue boat mm-hmm. with uh, uh, twin 300s on a piece of plywood. Well, he come down that ditch. And he was absolutely hooked. I don't know how fast it was going. Eighty? I don't. I don't know. Oh, that's slow oh, nowadays. What's Eric's boat running? One oh nine, one eleven, or something with a twin oh. four fifty R's on it. Gosh, don't mind. Hey, Chris says there's some dude down there in the tournaments because he sees them, you know, because they keep their boats right there. He's in a capsule like a race boat. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.